Hail Varsity Radio is live. Now, back to Schmitty. Schmitty's a great guy, but he don't have a brain. And Elijah. You want me to speak? When I point you, yeah. On Hail Varsity Radio. Back to you, enjoying the snow day. Hope you're well. Hail Varsity, powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. As we've hit plenty of Nebraska basketball, we'll switch to some football. Here, 489-1240 or 800-825-5865. can find us in the stream, Hail Varsity YouTube, Hail Varsity Radio Twitter, at HVarsity Radio, at Schmidt underscore radios. My Twitter, slash X, at Herbal Essence for Elijah, at uh, C underscore Clark underscore 27 for Connor Clark. As you see, uh, if you're watching on the stream, Hail Varsity YouTube channel, that upside down, horns down, Bevo's stuffed animal is behind Connor's right shoulder. So uh, we outed him that, yeah, there's uh, there's Texas paraphernalia in his uh, stepfamily's room, but at least he did the right thing. Reminder to buckle up. Use your seatbelt. It saves lives. It prevents injuries. Only if properly worn, make it click. A message from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Put yourself in DeBoer's shoes. $4.2 million a year. And Washington, you just went to the playoff. You're about ready to move to the Big Ten. You're losing a ton of your roster. There's been overtures uh, to maybe go another direction or a familiar direction if you're Greg Byrne in Alabama, the AD. And uh, he was no doubt one of the three names on that list. And uh, he'll be a top ten highest paid coach. Would you take on the task of trying to follow such a legend like Nick Saban? 17 years, six national championships. It's playoff or bust. It's quite frankly title or bust. And that Bama squad sounds like and looks like most of the dudes are are hitting the portal. Would you make that decision? Or would you, air quote, try and stay comfortable at Washington going into a league you're familiar with because you spent two and a half, three years there in the Big Ten at Indiana? This isn't who or what Kalen DeBoer is. He's a competitor, and he has started from the ground floor with his career, not only at Sioux Falls as a a really talented player, but also just his coaching journey with – earning every inch of it and winning at an incredible level everywhere he's been. And you leave the comfort of a guy that's cranking out 66-3 and records at Sioux Falls to make that jump to a Southern Illinois and then go to a Fresno. And then you're found by Indiana. And you kind of help raise that Indiana program offensively. And then you go back to Fresno for a year. You really win a ton of ball games, kind of resurrect Fresno from the Pat Hill era. Then you go to Washington, kill it there. And now you're saying, bring it. I'm going to Alabama. I'm not blinking at the expectations. I say good on him, and I hope it works out for him. Listen, Bama's a squad that, with the 12-team playoff and his offensive ingenuity and his ability to do well with quarterbacks, he should be okay. But is it going to be at the level, fellas, to get in that 12-team playoff? I don't think Bama fans are expecting a national championship every three years, but but every fourth year, Saban had won a title with kids that were still on the team. 
Saban wasn't doing that. It had been a, a title drought, and I'm not knocking it. It's just what they turned into uh, with their transition and turnover with assistants. Uh, and the guys you do keep uh, are going to the NFL early because they're, they're that good. So it's going to be pretty fascinating to see. And it's, it's gutsy. You've got a handful of coaches that have played for national championships and followed legends. Jimbo Fisher won a title after Bobby Bowden. Uh, you look at Tom Osborne. We'll talk to Bill Dolman here in a little bit about that uh, with what Frank Solich walked into after T.O. And then, of course, T.O. followed Devaney. But there's a really short list of dudes that went and took uh, really high-profile jobs with even higher expectations. I commend him for doing it. And I don't know that it's going to work out because no one's going to replicate what Saban did. It's a new era, new world, new world order with NIL and the portal. That'll maybe get cleaned up a little bit here. But this is a good hire, and he's done well. But put yourself in his shoes. Would you make the jump, or would you have stayed in Washington? Absolutely, I'm making the jump. Same here, because this is his DNA. It's his DNA. Look at his winning percentage. I don't think... And it's not inherited winning... I mean, this isn't him going, and I'm not knocking Urban, but Urban stepped into good programs, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, programs that weren't, weren't hitting the 11, 12, 10 win total, and they should have been. This is a guy who's kind of made his own way. So I, I'm with you. I, 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 I tip my cap to him. And I don't think Washington's a place that you were going to be able to lead them to a college football playoff, even in the 12-team playoff, year in, year out. You could, no. probably, you could probably get there a decent amount. That, that's not the type of program that can be elite year after year after year. They're going to have to have rebuilding years. Next year was probably going to be a rebuilding year. They were recruiting year. 36th in the country just last year's class. And exactly. they, they developed well. Exactly. So you're going to take your success and parlay it into a job where you can find sustained success. Bama is still going to be a job that – with the recruiting down there, with the resources that you have, you should be able to make it to a college football playoff year in, year out in the 12-team system. And, hey, let's not forget, you're also going to have a guy behind the scenes in Nick Saban that's one of the greatest coaches to ever do it, assisting you, mentoring you, helping you at least for a couple years. If you think Nick Saban's going to step away completely, you're crazy. He's, nope. he's not built like that. He's going to be in, in Kalen DeBoer's corner helping him out, making sure that transition goes well. This is a move that makes a lot of sense for DeBoer. It's a great time for him to make the move. He's going to a great spot. Yeah, there's going to be expectations, but I don't think DeBoer is the guy that shies away from expectations. He has the same expectations that the fans are going to have. So it's a great yeah, I, move for him. I, I agree. I, th- I don't think there is a better time for him to make this move. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the path that he's been on. He's made his own way. Yeah, if you're at Washington, you're joining the Big Ten, you have pretty good stability in that realm, but are you going to be as consistent as you can be at Alabama? Time will tell, but probably not. And he's not going to Alabama to be Nick Saban too. That's next to impossible. And it, I think, it is, I think everybody win, realizes win that. Win total-wise, it needs to look similar. It does need to look similar. <laughs> I just think, and to Elijah's point, it's got to be consistent playoff. Give yourself a chance to be in that national title contention or be in that national title contention year after year. He's not going to be Nick Saban again. Nobody's going to be Nick Saban again. But the fact that he's going into that situation now, 
I think is the perfect time for DeBoer to make that move. Really good decision by him. It sucks to see him leave Washington because I had a great time watching Washington this mm-hmm. year. But that's only going to elevate, obviously, his coaching stature. It's going to be really interesting to see what he can do with the Crimson Tide in the next coming years. Well, you had Lanning and Sark put out videos that I'm staying put. And, and that, it, it that's make pretty as, daunting. It doesn't make as much sense for those guys because those guys are in spots where they have the resources and interest in order to have year-in, year-out college football playoff aspirations. Yes. Washington doesn't have it. That's what set I'm happy Lanning's staying. No, Lanning, well, yeah, and it's going to be pretty fascinating to see Lanning in the Big Ten with his SEC style of play. Uh, but, yeah, this, this is you know the bombshell midweek uh, with Saban stepping away. And, you know, the reports say it was five minutes before his team meeting that he finally decided to do so. Uh, And now where does Washington go? We'll play the coaching carousel game, uh, the following of a legend topic. Bill Dolman with us in a bit. How does Nash do tonight? We'll check on that next.